Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and a place where we delve into all sorts of improv topics. And today, I don't actually have a guest. I would normally say on today's guest is, uh, but I was going to have a guest. Unfortunately, uh, they weren't able to make it, but because I tried to keep on schedule with things, I'm going to do you an episode anyway. And I'm just going to use this opportunity to fill you in on a few really important things that are going on in my life um, right now. And it's all related to the show and, and improv, so it's, it's all great stuff and I'm excited to talk to you about what I've been up to just recently. Uh, so please stick around for this little intimate chat, one-on-one, just me talking to you about all things improv and life. Now this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher and wherever else you get your podcasts. Even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means you can ask Alexa to play the show. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. And now it's time to go off script and find out just what is going on in my life right now. So, hello and welcome to the show this week. As I said in the intro there, sadly, there is no guest. There was supposed to be a guest. And uh, we've got it all arranged in our schedules. And this guest is up at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival at the time of recording. Um, but they had checked and they were going to be in a place with Wi-Fi. So it was going to be fine. We'd made the arrangements. And then, unfortunately, they messaged me yesterday to say that they've arrived at the accommodation. And although there is Wi-Fi, it's terrible. It's not going to be good enough to do a podcast chat with over zoom so sadly we're gonna to have to reschedule and i say reschedule because hopefully we will reschedule so i won't tell you who it is just yet in case uh, it takes a long time to come to fruition or you never know it might not happen at all it's just one of those things but i do keep to a relatively regimented schedule these days to keep on top of things and I thought, it's episode 70, first of all, so let's just take a moment to celebrate that. Yeah, 70 episodes strong, and yeah, the show it just keeps growing and building and going off in all sorts of different directions and little tangents, and I love it, and I love coming and being in your ears, being in your head uh, once a week, every other week. So yeah, unfortunately, the guests hasn't worked out, but... All is not lost, because i got loads of stuff going on to fill you in on. Lots of great things going on in my life. Some of you listening will be aware of, of these things, and some of you won't be aware, or you might be aware of a little bit. So, yeah, I'm just going to talk you through what what's going on with me right now. And I'll tell you, just for reference, I'm recording this on Wednesday, the 24th of August. And I'm putting that date into context, because I know this will go out a couple of weeks after I've recorded this, pretty much. Uh, so a bit more time will have passed. So I'm recording this on the 24th of August. So some of what I'm talking to you about uh, has happened just this past weekend in in real time in my life, but a little bit further back, if you're listening, when this comes out. Or maybe you're not listening when it comes out. Maybe you're listening months down the road, in which case it really is in the past. But on, 20, on the 20th of August, so this Saturday just gone, as I'm talking right now, something incredible happened. I proposed to Sekitaba Suarez, and she said 
Yes, and. And she actually did say yes, and. Um, so, yeah, there's lots I want to talk to you about, but, you know, that is kind of the end of the story, but I'll start at the end of it and I'll just fill in all the rest as we go along. Um, so this was not something that I had planned. This was a spontaneous uh, a spontaneous thing that happened after a show. So Seki and I, we have been... Yeah, for those of you that don't know, maybe you're listening for the first time or maybe you've just dipped in and out of the show. Uh, some of you might not know who Seki is. Seki and I have been together for a couple of years now and we met at LCI. This has been spoken about on previous episodes. If you go back and listen to the episode where I was the guest, I, I sort of break down our relationship. I think that's about episode 25. Um, I've spoken to Seki about it when I've interviewed her on previous episodes. So if you want to know more about how Seki and I got together, then go back and find these previous episodes uh, where I'm the guest or when Seki is the guest. And I think Seki was around about episode 23. I, I was a guest episode 25 and the fantastic Jeff Head interviewed me. So we talk about how we got together through LCI there. So I'm not going to go through all of that again with you. But for those of you that aren't sure, yeah, Seki is my fiance now. And we met through LCI during the pandemic. Fantastic story. And, you know, we owe our life together to LCI, which is incredible. And it's one of the reasons, you know, I I consider LCI family. It's like a home. The people of LCI mean so much to both Seki and I. And that sort of falls partly into place with, I think, what overcame me in the moment when I wanted to propose. So Seki and I run Flinch of Funny Bone Improv. And we run Flincher Funny Bone Improv because as much as we love LCI, it's just a little bit far for us to get to on a regular basis when we've got busy lives going on. So we sort of created our own little community in North Wales called Flincher Funny Bone, full of short form improv fun. And we've been building this community over the year now, over the last six or seven months. And it's it's great. We're having a great time. And this past Saturday, we put on our first show. And it was not a standard improv show. It was a comedy night with a difference because we had improvisers and we had stand-up comedians. And the improv groups we had performing were our Flinch of Funny Bone regulars. And some of those Flinch of Funny Bone regulars are also LCI alumni. They're people that have been part of LCI for years and they're also part of Flincher Funny Bone. And there's even a few of us in Flincher Funny Bone that are also part of the Oikers, which are, an, again, an extension of LCI. And the Oikers were there. The Oikers were the the second improv troupe that we had performing on the night. And we had a couple of stand-up comedians who are also LCI alumni. We had Joe Sargentson, who used to go to LCI back in the day, and Melina Fiol, who is a more recent member of LCI, and they're both doing incredible things on the stand-up circuit. And yeah, Seki and I thought, right, let's let's put a show on in a venue that does have a sort of a known comedy night. It has a regular thing, gets a good crowd in. And we thought, well, if we advertise it's just an improv night, in this area, that might not mean anything to people. So we thought, well, they know of comedy. They have a successful comedy night. People come and watch the comedy. So let's give them what they know and introduce them to what they don't know along the way. 
And that meant that in that room that night, there was the Oikers, there was Flinch of Funny Bone regulars, there was Joe, there was Melina, there was this massive LCI contingent. So, you know, the LCI love was strong that night. And at the end of the show, I had been hosting the show. I was the compare of the show. And I also had a go at stand-up myself. And I'll talk about that a bit more uh, in a little while. But yeah, it got to the end of the night. And it was fantastic. It was a really great show. The improv was amazing. The stand-up was amazing. The audience response was amazing. And just as I was thanking people at the end, I welcomed Seki to the stage. Because, you know, it's something that we both worked on. We both deserved... Um, any sort of applause that was being directed at me it equally needed to be directed at her. So I just wanted to bring her on the stage to to share in that. But then something just overcame me and I realized I was stood in a room full of incredible people that, you know, I love like family. You know, LCI is family and the room was full of people from LCI. Also, people from Cafe Issa. Now, Cafe Issa is the fantastic venue where we host all of our Flinch of Funny Bone sessions and who were putting on, uh, giving us the opportunity to put on this show in their fantastic venue. And it is a fantastic venue. It's 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 a cafe. It's a library. It's a community center. It's It's got a bookshop in there. It's incredible. And the people that run it are fantastic people. They really love improv. They're really supportive of everything that Seki and I do. And yeah, so... They were there. They were awesome. I had a couple of, of my oldest friends in the room as well. And yeah, I, I just felt, yeah, there were lots of people in the room that I didn't know, but they ju- it just felt right. And in that moment, I pulled Seki up onto the stage and all of a sudden, something just clicked in my head. And it just said, Ian, this is this is the moment. This This is it. This is when you propose. So I did. And it's funny because a few a few days before that show, or maybe two days before the show, Seki and I were out in the car and we were involved in a minor incident with the car. And it was more of a frustrating incident than anything else. But when it came to sort of discussing the details that were going to go in the official report for the incident, um... We were discussing her as my passenger, and I I wanted to state that my girlfriend and I were in the car, blah, 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 blah. And then she said, oh, do you have to write girlfriend? And I said, but you are my girlfriend. She said, yeah, but girlfriend just sounds so childish. And this is something we actually discuss quite a lot, because we're never quite sure how to refer to each other. And I said, yeah, but partner? Like, partner just sounds so dry. Because we've never really liked whether we, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, whether it's partner. Um, yeah, for those reasons. Because boyfriend and girlfriend just sounds like we're, we're teenagers. And partner just, I don't know, just doesn't quite feel right. Um, and, you know, I'm approaching 40. Seki's already 40. Uh, so certainly the boyfriend, girlfriend thing does seem a little bit weird. Um, so then... That sort of got a discussing. Well, how do we refer to each other? And I actually mentioned in my little speech just before I did propose that story that we had been discussing exactly how do we refer to each other. It's a weird thing. And 
in that moment, I thought, hey, well, maybe we can refer to each other as fiancé. Now, I didn't have a ring prepared because I wasn't expecting to propose. But just in that moment, when surrounded by so many fantastic people and looking at Seki and just living in the moment, the way improv teaches us to, I I said something along, along the lines of improv teaches us to say yes and when we are given sort of questions and situations to deal with. So I did get down and I asked if Seki would marry me. And she said, yes, and, which was fantastic. So a proper improv wedding. And interestingly, we had played Blind Day earlier that night with Flincher Funnybone. Uh, and she had played the role of the person looking for someone to go home with. And I played the role of Scylla. Um, but, uh, you know, the night ended a little differently to how Blind Day would normally end. Because I don't think it's Scylla actually ever went home with any of the the guests but there we go so fantastic news and you know it's improv it's lci that made that happen it brought us together so incredible incredible scenes everyone in the everyone in the room was so happy for us and you know in that moment i felt yeah that that was the right moment and it's difficult because for those that don't know seki is a widow and that is something that is never forgotten and the whole time Seki and I have been together, we very much keep her her late husband Daniel alive. You know, we talk about him all the time. He's not just this this thing that's gone away. He's very much a part of of her life and a part of our future. And there are some people that can't compute that sort of thing. But for us, you know, we very easily compute that thing. We, we're we moving forward into a new chapter, uh, but that does not discount anything that came before it. Seki's got a long life ahead of her, and for me, I guess, I knew the moment I met Seki that ultimately we were going to get married. It was always just a, a case of, of when. When is it appropriate without making it seem like we're disrespecting the past and and I don't anyone that knows us knows that we 100% are not disrespecting her past and we are very much keeping her past alive and just moving forwards and, and you know making the most of our time here uh, and I guess also that little that little incident in the car that we had a couple of days before the show that was a little incident what if it was a big incident you never know what's around the corner so I could have waited another year, could have waited another two years, but why? I can just ask now. Now, we don't know when we're going to get married. We haven't had that discussion yet, interestingly. So obviously I've never asked anyone to marry me before. And I'm surprised at the amount of answers people want. Well, can I see the ring? When are you getting married? Where are you going on your honeymoon? I'm like, whoa, I've literally just asked a question. Give us some time to think about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you know, we are going to discuss this. We got things we want to achieve before we get to the wedding. For instance, we are hoping to travel to the Philippines and we want to make sure that we get that done and dusted before we sort of fully agree a date for the wedding. So little things that we're going to be achieving along the way first. And yeah, people that are asking about the ring, there will be a ring, but it's going to be a bespoke ring 
that Seki's going to have a hand in designing. I've got some family heirlooms, and that includes you know, a ring. It includes various stones from, from different rings from the, the family through the years, and we're going to get, hopefully, the engagement and the wedding ring uh, sort of done at the same time. And it's going to be completely Seki's choice. She's going to design it all with the jewels that we have and we'll melt down the ring. And yeah, those of you that know rings will know what I'm talking about. And those of you that don't know rings probably couldn't care less. But yeah, so she's going to have a completely bespoke ring. And yeah, we're very happy. We're moving forwards and grateful every day for improv and LCI and what it's given to us. So that's that's that bit spoken about now i want to talk about the show itself so this is something that we've been hoping to to build towards for a while and then the opportunity arose and then we've been plugging it for a while and yeah again this is something we owe to lci because we did a lot during the pandemic at lci and we did a lot of shows improv shows uh, with with emma sort of leading the way and, you know, we've both got extensive histories in, in sort of theatre and performing and various things. And it's that combined with what we learned from LCI that's helped us sort of form what we want to do moving forwards. And again, Seki has got a wealth of of talent and, and improv knowledge as well. And Seki was the co-founder of Glossop Improv and is still heavily involved in Glossop Improv. So Seki has been running sort of an improv community already for quite a few years before Flincher Funny Bone. And so she's taking what she knows from that. I'm taking what I know from the various things I've done in my life and what we both learned at LCI. And also the connections of LCI. LCI is like this big family, loads of awesome people and... Improvisers are like friends for life. You can encounter someone just once and you know that you've got a friend for life. And that's the cool thing about improv, bringing just people together that wouldn't normally meet. Now, let's just talk about the show itself because there's something special about the show for me, is apart from the fact that Seki and I got engaged. And it was the fact that I actually did some stand-up. Now, I've compared compared, however you say that, emceed, being the host of many, many shows over the years, all sorts of different shows. And my normal sort of, my normal approach to hosting a show is is actually improv. Even before I was into improv, when I was hosting shows, it's very much, I'd get up there, I, I'd know roughly in my head certain things I had to say at the start or before or after certain things had happened. But I like to freestyle and, and just live in the moment. But for this, I used it as an opportunity to actually try some stand-up. And that's something I've been thinking about for a while before I actually got into improv, just before the lockdown came along. I had been considering getting into stand-up and I'd started to to jot things down and starting to sort of formulate ideas for what I thought my stand-up routine could be. But then improv came along and I didn't need the stand-up because improv gave me everything. 
But then the connections I've made through improv have sort of inspired me a bit to think, oh, yeah, you could probably do that stand-up thing. And I'm going to name two people in particular here. One of them is Michael Ananins, and the other is Melina Fiel. Now, Michael is someone who I met when I first came to LCI, and now I now consider him a very good friend. Lots of you listening will know who Michael is, and he's been on this show a couple of times as well. An incredible guy with fascinating life, and he has been trying his hand at stand-up recently. And it was partly that that sort of inspired me to think, oh, actually, yeah, Ian, that was something you were going to do. And it sort of put the idea in my head about, yeah, why don't you why don't you give it a go? Michael got up there and, you know, he absolutely loved it. And maybe that's something you could love too. So that was just there in the back of my mind. And I also interviewed Melina earlier this year and I'd met her at the start of the year as well. And she'd only been doing improv for a short time. But she also had this dream of getting into stand-up. And it was talking to her that really helped, again, feed this thing in my head. Yeah, this is definitely something you could do. Uh, and, I, and I really appreciate the fact that Michael and Melina sort of broke down their thought process to me. They broke down their journey, what they went through to get to that point where they were going to do stand-up. And this show coming along, the Flinch Funny Bone show, just seemed like the perfect opportunity for me because I get to do stand-up, but at the same time, I'm in control. I'm not going to someone else's club and, you know, begging for time or hoping I don't get gonged off or something like that. It was a chance for me to get up there and just give it a go. So... I basically gave myself three sections. I did all my comparing stuff, as I should, but then I gave myself three sections. I gave myself a section to try one type of comedy, which is more anecdotal, where I was just get up telling a story about something real that had actually happened to me. I gave myself a second section, which was just very silly and re- relied on props and puns, and that is the most me of all of the things that I did. And I loved how that one actually went because it started off very much, oh, groans. But by the end of it, people were were genuinely laughing, sort of waiting to see what was coming out of my box next. Uh, I guess you need to be there to know what I'm talking about with that one, getting things out of my box. Uh, But then the the third one, I, I tried something a little different again. And the third one was more observational comedy for a little bit. But then also a little bit of improv and specifically musical improv. And yeah, I I just did a live musical improv performance, having uh, had no real experience in musical improv. And it was phenomenal. So basically, I got a guy out of the crowd, first of all. And I taught him there on the spot how to play 168. And we got a suggestion from the audience of a profession. And then I said, right, okay, this is how the game works. And I stepped forward and I made a joke. 168, I think it was electricians walking to a bar. And yeah, what was mine? 168 electricians walk into a bar, say to the barman, can I get 168 drinks, please? And the barman said, okay, it'll cost you this amount of money. 
and the electrician say, oh, sorry, we don't like how much you charge or something along those lines. I think I said something like that. And that gave the the volunteer an opportunity to sort of soak it all in. And he had something. He came up with something and he delivered it. And I thought, great, this guy's never done improv before. I've just pulled him up on stage, said, this is how the game works. And he went for it and, and he nailed it and everyone laughed and it was great. But then that was not the end. I I started to interview him a little bit and I asked him, questions about various things in his life because I wanted to sing a song about him and then I gave him a chair he sat down put on this backing piece of music that I've got from a selection and I just completely freestyled the song all about him and it was phenomenal and I think it was my favorite my favorite thing of the night that I did and you know the vibe in the room was great and it was great to try that in a supportive environment with all of those awesome people there. You know, the Oikers, the Flinch of Funny Bone regulars, Melina, Joe, the great audience that were coming in and paying to watch the show. And it felt incredible. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of myself and I'm really grateful that, you know, everything was so well received. So, yeah, stand up. I had that unique opportunity which I was able to give myself to get up there. And, you know, there was there was plenty of room for me to fail spectacularly, but it went really well. And, yeah, it's, it's possibly something I'm going to look forward to moving forwards. And, yeah, so that just added to the night, I think. We'd had this incredible night. All of the improv stuff was really well received. The stand-up from Joe and Melina was really well received in, it was just a great vibe. It was a, a fun night. It was silly. It was friendly. It was, yeah, it was just this amazing mixture of, of awesomeness. And that was part of what probably spurred me on to to propose to Seki in the first place. And yeah, I, I was looking around that night and the Oikers were doing their thing. And it just... It just really hit me how much I love the Oikers. They are properly like family to me. I I see them every other week online and we're regularly in touch. We're regularly messaging each other, keeping on top of things, uh, asking how each other are, sharing news with each other, coming up with great ideas for sessions and shows and things like that. And sometimes we get together in real life as well sometimes some of the oikers come to flinch a funny bone sessions sometimes some of the oikers go to lci drop-ins sometimes some of the oikers go along to gloss up improv online that second i still run so yeah these are people that are in my life a lot in Seki's life a lot and yeah they are properly like family and they've been there through this last year for secondary in ways that they don't even know just by having sessions where we're able to just go online and have some improv fun and get out of our heads because it's been a tough year actually i mean there's been lots of amazing things about the last year like secondary moved house together so we've been living in, in the house we're in now for just about a year and 
there's been some some great things in our personal life, but we've actually been going through a very difficult time. Both of us separate difficult times, which has been a difficult time together, sort of professionally with things that have, have happened in our lives. Unfortunately, we've been able to help each other each through the, the separate things, but equally improv has, has helped us through. And the thought of going through the different struggles we've had to go through the last year without improv there, without these fantastic people that we see all the time, put smiles on our faces and these you know we're not necessarily going into these sessions and and letting people know that we're going through a bad time but we're going knowing that this is actually escapism from the bad time and i think there's something quite powerful about improv that you can completely get out of your head into a different character or into several different characters and really focus your brain away from the things that are causing you worry and distress. And yeah, so that's improv, that's awesome. But the people. And also there are times where if you're improvising with people all the time, they know what to expect from you. But equally, they know if something isn't quite right. They know if maybe you're a little off your game and they can spot if something is up with you. And, you know... There's been multiple occasions where people have maybe spotted, oh, Ian wasn't quite himself tonight. And they take the time, they send me a message. So I'm talking mostly about Oikas here. They can tell if if something isn't quite right. And they'll, they'll message, hey, is everything all right? And I've done it to others as well where I've noticed, hey, they don't seem quite themselves. I'm just going to check in on them. It's because, as I say, it's it's, it's like a family. So... LCI on the whole is like a family. There are people I've never met in LCI. I've seen pictures of them and I have an instant connection with them because they're part of LCI. And I think that's a a great thing and something to really be celebrated. So that's where that's where I'm at right now. I mean I'm in a great place. Something incredible has happened. You know, Seki and I are due to get married and I can't give you a date. We don't know. We're going to take our time. We're going to think about it. We're going to think about, you know, what our future is going to look like, how things are going to pan out. So don't expect an answer anytime soon. But we're both very happy and, you know, we're excited about moving forwards and putting some of, of the struggles that we've had to endure this last year behind us and moving into a very positive future. And... Hopefully, there'll be more to come in terms of shows as well. Um, Something Seki and I are very passionate about is trying to create opportunities for improv troops to perform and and ultimately perform and get paid for it. And uh, again, something that we learn from LCI, you know, Emma puts on great shows um, at the Fly and the Loaf regularly and offers opportunities for troops to come and get a bit of money for what they're doing. And that is something that Seki and I 100% respect and we're trying to develop as well. So keep an eye out at Hanky Pankies in Chester because Seki and I are having our first improv night there and the Oikers are going to be the first act to go and perform and sort of introduce Hanky Panky and Chester to our love of improv. But if it goes well, uh, then it's hopefully be gonna it's gonna become this regular gig where we can invite different troops to come along and perform and get paid for it. 
So that's on the 17th of September. So keep an eye out for that and come along and support if you can. That's just, you know, something else that we're super excited about moving forwards. So, yeah, improv. It's done a lot for us. It could do a lot for you. Maybe you just listen to the show. Maybe you're not an improviser in any way, shape, or form. But that doesn't mean that you can't be. So check out your local improv scene. If you're in Liverpool, obviously, check out LCI. If you're in the surrounding areas of Liverpool, check out LCI. If you're in the North Wales area, check out Flincher Funnybone. And yeah, there's all sorts going on. And just connect with incredible people. So I'll come back to where I started this chat now, really. I was stood in a room with incredible people and something incredible happened. And that's something else that improv has taught me, to not be afraid to step into the unknown. I think the Ian of a few years ago, before I was so heavily involved in improv, if I was in the same situation, if I'd have been lucky enough to, you know, encounter Seki and we were in a similar situation, maybe I wouldn't have taken that leap and just gone with the flow and thought, you know, this is the moment it feels right. I'm just going to go and say yes to that feeling. I probably would have held back a bit more, but improvs had that impact on me where it helps me to trust my feelings and trust my instincts and think, yeah, that is the move to make. So it's not just improv where you're making these decisions. It's life. And I think that's a good place to to bring this to a close, really. Just thank you to Improv for helping me to trust my instincts, not just in improv, but in life. And thank you to the Oikers. Thank you to the fantastic members of Flincher Funnybone, to the fantastic LCI family and community. Thank you to... Michael and Melina for your chats about stand-up and little things like that just giving me food for thought constantly and yeah I think moving forwards I'm going to take everything that happened in our first show on the 20th of August we're going to build on it it's an excellent foundation and we're just going to keep moving forwards we're going to keep smiling and the future is certainly bright so I'm sorry if you missed the fact that I didn't have a guest with me today, but I hope that you enjoyed this little chat with me just spouting off as I do so very well. And I look forward to coming back with more guests soon. I want to say thank you as well to those that reached out about the Neighbours episode because the previous episode was just me and San and Kat talking about our love of Neighbours. and. This is an improv podcast. I'm aware of that. It's it's already very niche and I made it more niche. But still, people listened and still people enjoyed it. And I really appreciate people for taking the time to get in touch and to let me know that you, that you enjoyed it. So thank you very much. Moving forwards, as I said, I'm hoping to reschedule with the guest that wasn't able to make it today. And I've got other guests and, and topics and things uh, in the pipeline so uh, keep keep your eyes peeled and see what is coming 
your way. But thank you very much for listening. I I don't actually know who the next guest is going to be. Part of me wishes I was organised to the point where I could always tell you at the end of an episode and come back next week because so-and-so is on the show. Um, but yeah, it's it's never that simple because of, of the way I have to schedule these things to fit around my life. So unfortunately, I can't tell you who's going to be on next time. But I can assure you that whoever it is, it's going to be awesome. So thank you very much. That was episode 70 of the show. Come back for episode 71 and see what we have in store for you. Uh, but before I go, obviously, I've got to do the, the bits that I normally do, the bits that I don't know if anyone listens to, but I'm going to say them anyway. So if you are interested in getting into improv or, or already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene, then all the information you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk. You can also check us out on Facebook by searching for Liverpool Comedy Improv and on Twitter and Instagram we are at Live Comedy Improv. This show specifically has a Facebook page, the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast, so check us out on there and you'll find everything you need to know about the show. Links of where to listen, trailers every Thursday for the show or every other Thursday for the show that comes up every other Monday. And if you are a member of the LCI community and you'd like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we'll make the arrangements as soon as possible. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating, review the show, and yeah, just uh, hopefully you enjoy it enough to want to go and write us a positive review. Little things like that really do help to push us out there and get our name uh, known on a wider scale so if you can do that for us it would be very much appreciated if you want to follow me on social media you can find me on facebook twitter instagram youtube and tiktok just search for at ian luke jones and there we go it is time for me to finally say goodbye and thank you very much for listening i really appreciate it but before i go here are some words that are wise 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 always remember Whatever the situation, even if it's a a marriage proposal, treat life like improv. And yes, and...